Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Thank you, Father, as we come into your oh, presence yes. with Thank thanksgiving. You, yes, 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 yes. We are yes. grateful. We are, we are grateful. grateful. We are grateful, Lord. Let's just lift mm. our hands and mm. thank the Lord. Mm. I feel there are many things mm. God has done for us. We haven't thanked him well. Oh. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. My God, thank you. As we come thank into you. his presence. As we are in his presence. Oh, yes. my God, we lift our hands for the many things you've done for us, which we may not have thanked you well. Father, we thank you right now. We thank you right now. Oh, Masafaro, member Jesus, more than a minute. We are lifting our hands and our voices to you, my God. Everyone thanking God, praising God. Thank God well for the things He's done for you. Oh yes. Every sin and every way. Thank Him and praise Him. Thank Him and praise Him. Thank Him and praise Him. For Thou givest thanks well when you pray. Lay my burdens down. When you pray in the Spirit, thank God for the many things You've done for us. My God and my Lord, come as simple, tell the hombre, tell the man, follow the hombre. One thing I am, Cristo para vida bocosia. Mary Niesco, follow the hombre de bocosia. Me lo llamina vida bocosia. Vida bocosia, follow the hombre de bocosia. Mario, Mario. Mario, que lo mana, ya lo mandan ahí, te lo mandan ahí, hacia afuera, Nico, te lo mandan de ver a mí, oh my God, oh my God, malo robo lobo, chante de ver a mí, más hijo y anda la más onda de ver a mí, baro de ver a mí, baro de ver a mí, mira lo boco, si anda la más, oh, praise me, thank you right now, my God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, thank you, Lord. Palo More than ever, More than ever, no more. Let's just so much people over there. 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. When the ten lepers were healed, the Bible says that only one of them came back to say thank you. And the nine of them went on their journey. Now, I know that everybody here and everyone watching feels that you are the one leper who came back to say thank you. Yes. But in my experience, what I find is that thank yous are not deep. Because people don't think deeply about what has been done for them. People don't think deeply. You see, because leprosy, like I said the other day, if you want to understand leprosy, watch the movie Ben-Hair. If you can just watch it. It's a nice movie from beginning to the end. And you see what leprosy meant in those days. It was, it was death. That's what they had been delivered from. Separation, death, everything changed, even though they were still alive. But only one bothered to just come back and find the Lord to say thank you. I think they must have not been thinking deeply. Yes. And so the Bible says that Jesus says, you go and you are made whole. So they were cleansed, they were healed, but then the one leper 
was blessed. He says, go thy way, thy faith has made thee whole. And that word there is sozo. Sozo. Thy faith has made thee whole. But the sozo was not applied. You see, because we are speaking English, cleanse, healed, and whole sound similar. But in the Hebrew, in the Greek, they are completely different things. Sozo is the word that is used for salvation all through. When he said, he shall save them from their sins, they were saved. And the woman with the issue of blood, she was healed. It's the word sozo. It's, it's like a more comprehensive salvation. Yes. So, thank yous are very important. And I think that thank you can never be done well until it, in your heart you really see and understand what God has done. Yes. And sometimes there is no other way to say thank you than in a particular way. Any other way of saying thank you, like a card, a letter, a text, even coming to say thank you, giving an offering. Sometimes they are all, they they don't work at all. Yes. Because it's not the appropriate thanks for what has been done. (laughs) Oh, yes. It's not appropriate. So one day I was with a brother. We went to a nightclub. The nightclub was closed. We went to sit outside the nightclub. It was after a crusade. And we, we were just sitting there. All the whole crusade team were sitting there. And then somebody came out of the door of the nightclub very wild looking and the brother said to me this is the door I used to come out of this door at 4 a.m. 5 a.m. so I turned to him and I said you are an ungrateful person because the man who is coming out when we look at him we don't know how he can be saved but you you are saved and how are you saying thank you to God for this amazing miracle that you are saved By being, coming come to church on Sundays and Tuesdays. I, I don't know. I told him, nothing less than giving your life is what it is to say thank you. That's why we are not whole. Because we've said thank you, but not properly. Yes. So let us all look to God this morning and ask God, what have I not said thank you properly for? Whatever God has done for me. When I was 60 years old, when I was 60 years old, at midnight, I started to cry. I was alone, and I started to cry. That God has allowed me to see such an age. Yes. I was all alone in the night. It was in the night. As the clock passed midnight, I started to cry. Yeah. Baby, you don't know how many things can kill you long before that time. Yes. I think most of us don't really know what God has done for us. So this morning, I I want us to pray the thank God and ask God, what can I do? um, Is there something maybe I have not been grateful for in a certain way? I need to be grateful and I need to be thankful. There are many things, I'm telling you. Our thank yous are 
If somebody gives you a house and you send the person a text, thanks for the house, you know, I don't know there's something wrong with, with all these type of thank yous. Amen. Singing half a song of worship, which you don't know half of the words, and you sing it, so I worship God, and I thank God. This morning, let's thank God. Amen. And let's ask God, what have I not said thank you to the Lord for properly? And I want to say thank you. There's no other way to say thank you sometimes that in a particular way is the only way you say thank you. Sometimes it's by being faithful. Sometimes it's for, for, for if you, you even become someone's servant. I say, I'm your servant. And that's, that's what has happened to us with Jesus. I'll, I'll save you to the rest of my life. That's all I'm going to do. Lift your hands and just thank the Lord. Jesus, thank you. More the Bible says it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. Amen. I come before
for two seconds. Um, we, are, we are still giving thanks. But there's one thing I want us to thank God. I know normally you don't thank God for you. Thank God for money and for those type of things. But it says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, And verse 24, it says, The servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach and patient. By the way, this is a flow service. It's exactly two hours because there's other things happening on Sunday morning and it's going to play throughout the day. There's no uh, particular formula. There's not a worship then prayer, then this, and there's nothing like that here. It's just a time. Amen. I hope you understand. Yes. Now, it says, the servant of the Lord must be gentle to all men, up to teach and patient. Right? Now, verse 25. 
in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. So many times you oppose yourself without knowing. And you never find somebody who feels he, he's wrong. Everybody's right. If God per adventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. So this is also something wonderful that God per adventure gives you repentance to acknowledge the truth. It's also something that God does. Gives you a chance to repent. I mean, if God is just in meekness, keep the scripture there, please. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. So people oppose themselves. Now, if God, perhaps, per adventure means maybe, God will give them repentance, a change of mind. Sometimes minds are not changing because God hasn't given repentance. For them to acknowledge the truth. Is it not fantastic? All right? So, God has granted you mercy to repent, first of all, to be saved. And sometimes on many issues, God gives you mercy and allow you to even change your mind. Because minds don't change. People are very stubborn. You find it out if you live even up to 25 I don't know if anybody is 25 years old here. By 25, you'll find out that things don't change. People don't change their minds. You'll be shocked through your life. That's what I've found. If God would give you mercy so that your mind would change. Verse 26. That they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him. At his will. So God wanted to recover some people that are taken in a snare of the devil. Now, you know, in every movie, like the fighting ones, you see that as you are running, one of the soldiers is shot and you will be running. Then the, the, the star never gets shot, or if he gets shot, it's always in his shoulder or somewhere that is not critical. Is it not true? Yes. But you see that others are taken. So in one war, you see that somebody is down. You are still running. Another one is down. This one is going. Another one is down. This is how war is. Before you realize on your right, you see somebody's, the head is off. So, wow, then you'll be running. Then this happens and that happens. This is how war is. If God has per adventure allowed you to run the Christian race up to this point and not to be taken, one of the bullets takes you out. You have to be thankful. How many agree with me that you, you have to be thankful if God has allowed you to get to a point that the snare of the devil have, has not been able to take you out. It's, it's also a miracle. Because there are snares. Snares are things for your legs, for your arms, different things to take you out. That's why the Bible says you should rise up before the gray-headed and honor them. And that's why that's the blessing of a, a father. It says that it may be well with you and that you may live long or survive long. 
on the earth if you honor your father and your mother. Amen. So let's give thanks this morning also for survival as a Christian. Amen. Because you look to your left, you see that. This one is gone. I was looking at the, the stars that used to sing. How many of them are around? How many, I mean, how many people are able to survive and be on? Different things come up, this, this, that. Then, so you'll be among those who are breasting the tape and finishing your race. Give him thanks for up to today. Because it says, if God per adventure will grant them repentance, just obachake the mind. The mind will change. Hey, Lord have mercy. Let's stand and give thanks to the Lord. And then after that, we're moving on. What a blessing this morning as we give thanks. Like, 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 like Andrew Crouch said, how can I say thanks? Is, it, is there a song like that? How can I say thanks for all the things, not some of the things, all the things you've done for me. How many were Christians with some people are no more Christians? How many were in church with some people are no more in church? Amen. We can look around and see the bullets hit you. And you, you are like a star. Even when the bullet hit you, it was just your shoulder. When you were moving, it was your leg. It was even your stomach, but it's like the bullet came out. And you were able to sew, you were able to sew with your own needle and thread. You sewed your own stomach. <laughs> Type, I am surviving all the way by the grace of God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm surviving all the way. And Rekrach had a song say, all the way. I'm going all the way. No turning back. Thank God. If you are still around, thank God. Don't just say, oh yeah, you know, I'm my, my, my family is the Christian type. Your family is nothing, please. Don't even start. Should I talk about your sister? Hmm? Should I start? What about your auntie? And your aunties? You know them. You know how they were. Hmm. So, Father, we lift our hands. Are you typing, I'm surviving all the way. Thank you, Jesus. I'm surviving all the way. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me to survive the entire journey with you. Oh, every time I have to change my mind, I'll change my mind. Type it also. Every time I have to change my mind, I will change my mind by the grace of God. Every time my mind has to be corrected, I will change it. Stubbornness will not catch me to hell. Amen. Lift your hands and give him thanks. Jesus. Everybody pray. This one is not a, a, a group thing. It's a Personal yes. prayer this Sunday. Oh, yes. Yes. For all the things. Run the city. Oh, yes. Jesus. 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 Jesus.
Father, we are so grateful for the opportunity to give. I want you to give a good offering that is corresponding to the goodness of the Lord. Things that you see. Like I said, the one leper, he, he didn't seem to, the, the nine lepers, they didn't really seem to appreciate what was happening. They, 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 were, they were thankful, but I don't, it wasn't deep. Yeah. Like I said, if somebody gives you a house and you send him a text, thanks for the house. I don't think you understand that 90% of people in this world don't have houses. 
95% are not, have not ever able to own a house or build a house. 90 to 95% in my estimation. Yes. Yes. Most people live in squalid conditions. Difficulty. Yes. Most. That's what I know. But you got, you got a house and you send a text. Thanks for, thank, or even, maybe you don't even say thanks for the house. Say thanks for everything. You know how people say sorry for yesterday or sorry for everything. Have you ever had that before? Or maybe I'm the only one. I think I'm going to Zambia. The people here don't understand these messages. They feel that I'm rebuking them. I have to go where there's understanding. Have you ever had somebody say sorry for everything? Mm. Or sorry for yesterday? Or sorry for what happened? You don't know exactly what happened. Sorry if I'm wrong. If I offended you yesterday. Or sorry for hurting you. Not sorry for the thing, but sorry for hurting you. So, thank you, Jesus, as we are presenting this offering. Is your offering a thank you offering this morning? I think today's offering must be very excellently full of thanksgiving. I don't know what time you are watching this, but even if it's later, at any time, you know, it is a great blessing. I mean, I look on my screen here and I see over 3,000 people online, part of this service. You look at people having church services, 60 people, three people. Sometimes it's the only one watching this. One person is, when you join, it becomes two. 100 people. And then just early morning, we are having 3,000 people plus. And I know it's more than that. It's fantastic. So we see we are not grateful for great things that God does and that he's he's doing. Yes. Sometimes we look and we feel, you know, all is not the best. Yes, there are problems, but there are still things to give thanks for. Plenty. So, Father, we are thanking you this morning for this great opportunity. To say, thank you. Thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's stand up and everyone standing in your room. Stand up. Don't fry eggs as part of the service. As part of. Imagine you are sitting in church in front. Holding a frying pan. Frying eggs. As we are saying, let's thank God. Uh, The service is very short. I don't think it's right. Or cutting uh, fruits. Making fruit salad. Yogurt. Just a few minutes and then the service is over. It's already one hour gone. We are left with only one hour. Amen. But I want us to give thanks again.
And I want us to pray. This time is an inquiry. How can I say thanks best and most appropriately? Yes. Sometimes we don't even know. That's why some in our tradition, in, I know people come with a delegation. You know, I've, I've come with whatever to say thank you. Yes. And things like that. It's like you want to say thank you properly. So let's ask the Lord, how can I say thanks? Lift your hands. How can I say thanks? So far, Bada Ramadamada. Rote Sime Faro Mundelevede. Show me, Lord. How I can say thanks. Reveal to me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Show me, Lord. Kero Mosi Andaramada. Yet you
Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 1. It says that of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. All right? Of the what? The times and the seasons. So that's the verse right there. Of the times and the seasons. Brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. What does that mean? It means there are times and there are seasons. All right? Life and ministry is made up of seasons and times. One of the things that uh, has, I've, I've begun to say right um, when we are having a good time is I would say this is not going to last forever a time will come when this will not be um, what is happening Any, anything that is good I often say to the people that are around be grateful for this time because a time will come and this nice experience or series of experiences will not exist. Because I have found that almost everything is compartmentalized into times and seasons. There's a season for this, season for that. So, for instance, when we started the Flow Church, um, yeah, Flow Prayer Meeting, I should say, and the pandemic ended, I thought that the flow church season was ended, had ended. Because I'm, I'm always looking to see, oh, maybe a season is ended. But then I found out that the flow church rather is beginning. You get what I'm saying? That's how come we are having the flow church. And I can see about 4,000 people. Yeah. 3,800 and something people on in the morning service that we are having. Do you see? So then I realized that, okay, the season is not over or maybe it's like, you know, sometimes as if it's raining, as if it stopped. Hamatan does that also, like as if it stopped, then it becomes drier. 
and the grass becomes browner. <laughs> winter is like that, I think. So I don't know those of you who live in the winter. Um, I don't live in the winter zone. Where I live, there's no winter. We have Hamatan. All right? That's what we have. So, keep watching because seasons and times exist in the realm of the spirit. So, everything good is seasonal. And bad is also seasonal. Thank God. Anything bad is a season. And that season will also end. And anything good is also a season. And that season will also end. I didn't write the Bible. Look at it. It says, of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write, I don't even need to tell you that there are times and seasons. Because life is divided into seasons. Even look, look back. Look back on your life. You will see that there have been seasons. Even being in secondary school was a season. Was it not a season? Being in primary school was a season. Sometimes being in a particular country was a season. And sometimes being in a particular school was a season. Or being in a particular branch was a season. Or doing a particular job was a season. Alright? So the mistake with seasons is that, number one, we think that a season will last forever. You get it? Yes. Now, most women are acutely aware that they will not always be in the season of being possibly fruitful or being able to have a child. They are aware that that season will come to an end. They are aware of it. And, it, and it's, it's interesting that God doesn't even, the fact that you stop having your monthly periods and therefore a certain season has ended, does not mean that your life has ended. Your life still goes on sometimes as long as you've had that. And that season started at a point and then ends at a point and life goes on without that season. So it's like life is, the whole life is about within the life as times and seasons. All right? So I think what happens is that when we get to it, the mistake is that you think that, oh, this is forever. There's no aspect that is forever. There's just nothing like that. That's why you have to be very appreciative of the season when it is on. Oh, wow. And make the most of it and not complain till it's gone. And then the second mistake, these are the two mistakes, is to not recognize that the new season has come. 
So if the new season is a cold season, all right, and you are wearing your hot weather clothes, you get it? You'll be saying, I don't feel cold, but you'll be dying. And I tell you, if you don't recognize the cold season, uh, you'll be amazed. And you may have a whole lot of problems. So, from today, I want you to be, to ask yourself, what am I not recognizing? What change of season am I not recognizing? There's a change in the season. That's if there's a change. Maybe there's no change in your season. Don't force a change when there's no change. All right? Are you excited? Oh, yes. I see over 3,900 people uh, on flow prayer, flow church service. Amen. Oh, yes. Tell your friend, we've got only 29 minutes more and our service is over. Now, Psalm 1. Let's go to Psalm 1. I just wanted to mention about a little bit of season before we go back into Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. So this is the scripture you need to be the president of your own life. Because to be a president, you need to get advice from all types of people. Because you don't know do you know the water situation in Seshuyosu? Do you know? You don't know. You don't know anything. Do you know the road situation in the Konongo market? You don't know. How can you know? Do you know the security situation in Nampanduri? You don't know. Do you know the road that connects between Gushegu and Bunkurugu? You don't know. You need advice. You get what I'm saying? And do you know whether it is important to make that road or not to make that road? You don't know. So to be a president, you, you need to get input from people who know the things. Now, you are the president of your life. So how do you know that this man who is standing there is not an evil person? Uh, you know, the advice this person is giving is not bad or good. And the way it's given in Psalm 1, you look at the person who is giving the advice. It's, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of an ungodly man. If the man is ungodly, you should know that his advice is jaded. What's the word jaded? What does it mean? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. They are not they are they are slower than me. How <laughs> the spelling. Yeah. Jaded. Yeah. Dulled. Is it dulled or affected by overindulgence? You know, somebody who is maybe into a lot of alcohol and what have you, or they're worn out. 
person. The, a tired person is giving you advice. Oh, don't mind these people. They are, they are whatever. All the advice is jaundiced. Check jaundiced. Jaded and jaundiced. You get it? So he will give you a jaundiced view. Look at it. Affected with jaundice. Prejudiced. Envious. As a jaundiced judgment. So jaundice is not only used in medicine. But in life, somebody can give a jaundiced report of something. And a lot of uh, people who are into defaming and defamation, they'll give a report, but the report is jaundiced. They'll write and say, so and so does that, this. So and so, whatever. When you read it, it's like, you, know, you just see the person is trying to cast spells all over the place. Yeah. So, uh, you look at the person who is giving you the counsel and that's how you know that this man is always drunk and he's the one advising me that I shouldn't mind all the people at that left side and that all that they are saying is not true. Do you get it? So you look at the person. So everyone should look at someone who is giving you advice. What, what is he? Who is he? As he's saying all the things that he's saying. What, what is the person? And the Bible says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel, the advice, or the inputs of a person who is ungodly. All right? If somebody is into evil things, you have to be very careful about anything. Even if the person says, eat eggs. You just have to say, hey, this is the man saying I should eat that. Maybe for some time you don't eat eggs. But you don't even know what, what is it meaning. Yeah. Because of the type of person who is even saying that. You know, you, sometimes you may, you may even wonder. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to kill you through a high cholesterol and he's advising you to eat. I don't know. Verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Or he mentions the Bible. He quotes from the Bible and refers that his basis for his advice is the law of the Lord. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate day and night. That's the kind of person whose input and advice. So an unspiritual man who has stopped reading the Bible, doesn't go to church, doesn't follow the word. And so his delight is not in the law of the Lord. You should not listen to such people. Amen. Otherwise, your life is going to go jaundiced as well. Now verse 3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. That bringeth forth his fruit in his season. That's the word we are looking for. Season. Okay. Of the times and seasons, I don't need you to write about that, but he's going to bring forth his fruit in his season. His season. That means you have your personal season. 
You have your season where you bear fruit. That's your season to bear fruit. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So when you listen to good advice, you prosper. So if, you, if you're listening to a lustful person, and you're listening to a wicked person, you're not going to prosper. You have to listen to someone who is godly. Then you'll be like a tree that is planted by the rivers of water. And the rivers of water are the plenty good counsel you are getting. I once was in somewhere in South America and our hotel was, the hotel I was staying in was just by a river. From my window, I could see the river. The river wasn't so wide. But what I noticed was that everywhere far from the river was flattish. And everywhere far from it. But along the river banks, I mean, it was thick. You, could, you can't get to the river. So that was where I first noticed how you are affected by where you are planted. Those trees were by the river. Anything by the river was thick. After that, there was nothing. Yeah. So if you want to enjoy a good season, you have to be planted. Planted. Planted means resident and planted to grow. So, watch out for anything which wants to unplant you. Being unplanted is a very um, well-known recipe for withering. Yes, there are so many nice trees. We wish they were at sometimes in the right place, but they are in the wrong place. You know, there's a tree on the way to Oda. It's the tallest tree in, in Ghana, or I don't know, is it in the world or Africa? Huh? West Africa. Yeah. I mean, if only that tree was nearby, wouldn't you have also gone to look at it? Yeah. yeah. One day we're passing, we saw the sign. And we decided to go and look at the tree. A huge something. But if only it was planted here, so many people would look at it. But you have to travel all that way. I mean, Charlie, you are planted in the wrong place and we can't be visiting you. You get it? Yeah. So you must be planted at the right place. So don't let anything fool you. It's basic. Fool you. As for the devil, one of his main tricks is to uproot you or unplant you and then try to transplant. It's, 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 it's difficult to transplant certain things. One time I was in, uh, I think it was in uh, Louisiana in America and I saw something I've never seen before. Somebody goes, look at, look at what's happening. So I went out to look and there, I'm sure you can't even believe what I'm going to say, was a house. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. A house that was being transplanted. Hey. 
the whole house from the foundation, everything with the windows, roof, every, the whole house, painted house. They had lifted the house from the ground. You get what I'm saying? And put it on a track. And it was moving on the road. And they were going to plant it somewhere. So you and I, you, you can't believe it because we all know that a normal house, by the time you transplant it, the windows will be broken, the house will be broken into, the floor will not be straight. That is you. You are also a house. The Bible says you are God's house. You are God's husbandry. You are God's building. First Corinthians chapter 3. Transplanting you is no small thing. There are people that will do well in this church, but the day you are transplanted into another church, that is the day you will stop doing well. And there are some people in other churches, the day you are transplanted into this church, you stop doing well. You've got to know how God plans. He says, you are God's building. You are God's building. All right? Look at the scripture. We are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry and you are God's building. It's, it, that's why I was, call, I was called on that day. Come and have a look. Because it's unusual to transplant a building. I don't know if you, I mean, you've seen one before, but I saw it with my own eyes. I couldn't believe. Not a kiosk, I mean a real house. A full house. It was moving on the road. With toilets, everything in the house, it was moving. <laughs> a mobile house. It was not a mobile house. The house was in the wrong place. They wanted the house to be at another place. So they, they lifted the house from the ground. And when it was on the track, you could see the foundation and everything, up windows and everything. It was moving. Amazing. All right? Don't attempt something that it takes a miracle to do for your life. All right? Don't attempt it. Yes. Don't attempt it. Because before you realize, you are broken in two. Amen. He shall bring forth his fruit in his season. So remember your season, a new season has come. I don't know what is in this season for you, but I believe it's a good season. Amen. And it's a necessary season. All right? We need the dry seasons as well. We need the dry seasons. A dry season makes many things happen. You may not like the dry season, but it makes many things happen. The wet season also makes many things happen. Mm -hmm. In the wild, when it's dry, it makes all the animals come to drink at a particular place. And there the lions also wait and have lunch every day. A lion needs a number of kilos of meat every day. And so all he has to do is to wait by the river because there's no water anywhere. Everybody comes to eat. Even the crocodiles, where would they get food to eat? Look at how big they are. How do they get meat? So the dry season brings all the animals together and they all come to drink. When they are drinking, then it's the opportunity for the crocodiles also to have. So God has a plan and everybody has something to eat through the seasons. And I believe by this new season, you are also going to have something to eat. And God is going to sustain you beautifully. Amen. So be blessed. 
His leaf shall not wither. And whatever he doeth shall prosper. Now, whatsoever you do shall prosper. You see, when the blessing of the Lord is on you, whatever you do prospers. Some say, oh, if I had sold milk, I would have prospered. If I had sold sardines, I would have prospered. If I had made rice, fried rice to sell, it would have prospered. If I had been a pastor, it would have prospered. It is when you are following the Lord, whatever you do prospers. Whatever it is that you do. Because in every realm and every field, there are people who prosper. How many people make fried rice and sell? But I can show you some people who make fried rice in Ghana. They've opened huge restaurants. All the world goes there to eat every day. They make thousands. I've lived on top of a restaurant before. Upstairs was my house and downstairs was the restaurant. I was smelling the fried rice every day. Yes. It's not every restaurant that prospers. Today I want you to receive a blessing. Whether you do IT business, whether you do banking, whether you do fried rice, whether you do pastoral work, when your delight is in the law of the Lord, whatsoever, it doesn't really matter what it is, whatsoever you do shall prosper. Even in prison, you prosper in prison. Joseph prospered in prison, and you prosper in prison too. If you, your delight is in the law of the Lord, may you be blessed in Jesus' name. I recently met a pastor, friend of mine, and he was in prison for three years. And I said, did you win? And he gave me the number of souls that he won in the prison. And he said to me that many of them are now in his church. And whilst he was in prison, he was working for the Lord, preaching and ministering. And he said, many of those people are in his church now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Whatsoever he doeth, is this, is that, is that. It doesn't really have to be. And I've experienced that blessing, whether it's evangelism, whether it's church work, whether it's writing books, whether it's holding conferences, whether it's pastoring a church, whether it's pastoring a youth church, or pastoring a, a normal church, or whatever. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. I've seen that. If you delight in the law of the Lord, it doesn't matter what it is, whether writing songs, making music, whatever it is, it prospers. So remember that the key to your prosperity is in God and in your delight in Him. It doesn't really matter what it is that you do, but your delight is in the law of the Lord. Then you become like a tree. You become like a tree planted by the rivers of water, bringing forth your fruit in his season. Amen. Are you excited about that? All right. What a blessing. I feel many people are going to prosper. Listen, believe God. If you are starting a new Wache joint, 
Oh, yes. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. If you are going to start selling Coca-Cola, I don't know what you are doing. Or you are going to start a farm with pigs. Your pigs will be the biggest and the nicest. Amen. Your chickens will grow within two weeks. Instead of taking six weeks. Within two weeks, you see that there are mega chickens moving all around. Oh, yes. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. May this blessing of whatsoever he doeth shall prosper be in your life beginning from now in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 4. The ungodly are not so. The ungodly are not so. Ungodly are not so at all. No, 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 no. But they are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Yes. So, that ungodly are like chaff, which is like, you know, pieces of paper and dried leaves and stubble and different bits and pieces we see lying around. The wind will blow away the ungodly. That is it. They may look great and whatever, but they will be blown away by the wind. Bible says the wind driveth them away. Why? Because chaff is light. What is chaff? I don't know what these people are doing. The chaff is driven away by the wind. You see, it's important that you are not paperweight in the realm of the spirit. Look at it. It says, worthless matter, refuse, membranes. Yes, that's a good one. Membranes. Do you see? Membranes. The husks of grain. Straw cut up for fodder. Membranous, dry, brittle bracts of the flowers of certain plants. All right? Chaff. Dry. You are light. In the realm of the spirit, you are light. Yes. You see, when you are light, you'll be driven away. You see, don't be impressed by light things. Empty shells. Empty barrels make a lot of noise. And light things, you see them around, but the wind blows away. And the wind is going to blow away every child. So be deep. Amen. Don't try to be impressive. Be deep and real and solid. Yes. Real wealth is not shown by cars. It's not shown by show of money or certain blue shoes with red this and nails and this and that. I mean, these are chaff. They will be blown away. There's real things. All right? So, chaff will be blown away by the wind. All right? And beginning from today, every light person is becoming deep and solid. Yes. There are many winds, though. When the cows that Joseph saw in the dream when the east wind blew they withered and they became nothing you will not wither under any wind in Jesus name now verse 5 the godly are not so verse 5 therefore the godly and godly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, 
but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, um, the Bible says that they shall not stand in the judgment. I want you to look at that scripture. They, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. What does that mean? This is also something that is very important for us to see. In Matthew 10, 15, Jesus spoke of the day of judgment. Judgment is not every day. Judgment is not every day. You can go to court for years. Judgment will come one day. There is a day that the judgment. Bible says, the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment. But the Bible says, it shall be more tolerable in the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment. In the what? In the day of judgment. In Matthew eleven twenty two, it says, I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the day of judgment. Judgment is not the whole week long or the whole year long or the years and whatever. There is a time that judgment can come. That's why people go to court for years. There's no judgment. Sometimes the trial hasn't even started. The judgment is something that's going to come at a point. So there's a point in time when judgment will come. The Bible says that the ungodly will not stand. When the judgment comes, they'll be down. They'll be down. You'll be standing in the day of judgment. Amen. And Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Do you know Matthew? Okay, chapter 12 and verse 36. What does it say? But I say unto you, that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof every day of their lives. No! They shall give account thereof this year. No! It says, in the day of judgment. So there are seasons and there are times. And there is a time for everything. And so I believe that God is giving you a season. All right? But don't let the fact that judgment only comes on one day deceive you into thinking that you can do anything you want in the season that God is allowing. There is a day. There is a day that the words, like every word you have said, every word you have said, you will give account. Every single word you have spoken, you will account for it and you'll be judged. Every lie, every misleading statement, everything you have said that is half true, and every word you have said, you will, that is on the day of judgment. This is the reason why we carry on and on and on. Because judgment is not all the time. There is a day that judgment has begun. Yes. That's how this earth is going on and on. The world is going on and on and on. So that you just wonder, is there a God? Is God alive? 
People can insult God, can do things, can lie. And the more experience you get, you don't even ask people questions because you know that they will lie. The unjust steward in Luke 16. When his master said, thou mayest no more be my steward. Give account. What did he go and do? More lies. He went to organize, hey, Charlie, 100, change it to 50. This one, what? So even when people are being asked to account, they start lying and they tell more lies. So when you are experienced, you don't even bother. The man said, give an account. You may no, more, no longer be my son. Even before you finish the account, I have decided. Now, the account you are going to give are all deceptions. Let us not be deceived by the season which is going all the way to its end before judgment will come. When judgment comes, it will need no assistance by a human hand to make it perfect. Yes. One day I watched a movie and the star in the movie asked a question to his friend. Should I tell you the question that the star asked his friend? Or you are not interested in such things? <laughs> he asked, he turned and asked his friend, do you think God will forgive us for the things we have done? And his friend looked at him and said, I don't think so. Yeah. Because he was a killer. And his friend was also a fellow killer. He said, do you think God will forgive us for the things we have done? He said, I don't think so. Yes. You know, you have to, it's, it's a good question to ask. And that star, he started to read the Bible in the movie. <laughs> because, you see, he was thinking about judgment. Yes, he was thinking about judgment. That's why he asked the question, do you think God will forgive us for the things we have done? The guy looked at him and said, I don't think so. Let us ask ourselves if some, Matthew 12 and verse 36 is made to apply to you that for every idle word, like the, the word was idle, it was idling out of your mouth. You were casually there. Telling half-truths, lies, and saying whatever you want to say. Do you think that you are going to escape? Do you think God will forgive us? The guy said, I don't think so. So the Bible says the ungodly are not so. Mm. The ungodly are not so. Second Timothy Peter 2 and verse 9. It says, the Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve reservations. Some of you are looking for reservations on a train, but you don't know that you've got a major reservation for judgment. Huh? To reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. There are two types of students in school. Those who don't believe or think much of the day of judgment. Oh, waiting. No be anything. We go feed do. And there are those who are always thinking of the judgment. Exams are coming. I'm going to bomb. 
exams are coming. I'm going to bomb. In my time, O-level, we had, the mark was, one is the best. The worst is nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't know if you did O-level. There's O-level and A-level. Do they still have it that way? Or it's A, B, C, D? But it's one to nine. Oh, yes. And when I was in school, there were people, they were into short put. You know short put like this. There's no exam for short put. They were into javelin, throwing of the javelin. They were into running, 100 meters. They were into singing. The boys are good, the girls are beautiful forevermore. They were into singing, giving fans, running, jumping, everything. There's no exam for fans. There's no exam for the songs you bring up. And they used to laugh at some of us who were serious learning. I had six ones, one, 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 six of those days. And more than six ones. I won't tell you the rest of my result. Oh, yes. And this, my good friend had 54. Yes, that means that six nines. My, he was my friend. He had 54. Those days there was no apple. I mean, there's not these funny things we have today. 54. My friend. Nine, 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 six. Six times nine. Some of you don't even know six times nine is 54. You see, you don't even know that six times nine is 54. <laughs> oh, yes. In the same, the same from one to fifth form. He had 54. Because the day of judgment surely comes. So may, may you check yourself very well so that in the day of judgment. And I feel that a lot of us are living in sin, in evil, and playing around with things. Oh, this will not matter. It matters. And from what I've seen even on earth, that when judgment comes, no human hand even can help you. That's what I've seen. Even if you want to even lower someone, you don't need any human assistance. Because God, God's things are wild. God is wild. Type God is wild. God is wild. Amen. So beginning from today, you are going uh, on your new good season. Amen. And you're going to be, one of the things that you're going to have in mind is consciousness of judgment. Yes. Uh, see, Derek Prince says that to him, one of his most important messages is the fear of God. That people should be afraid of God. That what is in the word of God? It will happen. So I don't care. You will care. You will care. I don't care. Yes. The man who did uh, September 11th, one of them, one of the guys, not in the planes. The planes once died, but the, one of the guys on the ground. He said he, he doesn't care. They put him in a prison, I think seven feet by ten feet. No window. Yeah. For life. They, no, no execution. After some time. The man who said he doesn't care. He's appealing for this, this, that. To come out, to see a human being. It's not a small thing. 
I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. You will care. You will care. So let us in this season type my new season. In my new season, I'll be conscious of the day of judgment. Yes. Throughout your life. Father, thank you for the blessing of this amazing word. Whatever we do, it shall prosper. Whether it is fried rice of a church or any business or anything that you make us busy about, it shall prosper. It shall do well in Jesus' name. Stand to your feet, please. God bless you. Father, I want to pray with you if you are watching television, watching us online. This is Flow Church, and I want to give you the opportunity to give your life to Jesus. You need to be conscious of the day of judgment. Say this prayer with me, everyone. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. No, say it out loud at home, in your room. You are alone, or you are with somebody. Let's all say, with the children, with everybody. Say, Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. I give my heart to you. I ask you to forgive me. Cleanse me. Make me a new person. From today, I am conscious of the day of judgment. Lord, I know you will judge me. Have mercy on me. Help me to be ready for the day of judgment. In Jesus' name. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. For salvation. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. If you gave your life to Christ. On the screen there's a number. Plus 23355-066-9630. Our flow pastors are going to be there. To help you in Jesus name. Amen. Take your offering out. Your special flow church offering. To finance the flow church ministry. That is going on. Many, many things. Huge and fantastic bills are going on. But God is blessing you. You want to build a church? We are left with only 18 opportunities to be part of this historic 500 pandemic initiated church building project. Amen. And there are only 18 places left in the first season. Amen. Of this 500 churches. And I'm sure you know it will be 1,000 when we finish the 500. I don't want to pretend to you or even deceive you or make you feel that something and then later on I came and said another 500 and all that. But this is the first season and season one of church buildings. It's a blessing. Amen. So if you want to contact my secretary, she's waiting. Her number has become a public number just because of this church building project. Everybody calling her for uh, to join in this amazing project. Do it. It's going to be a blessing for you. Take your offering. Have you got your offering out? Oh, I don't know whether you are saying thank you to God. What an amazing word he has given to you. You see, you are all quiet because the word of God is powerful. Mm, nobody's minding me. You, those of you, you, you can imagine the atmosphere here. I don't know what, whether I've said something wrong, but I, I don't care. This is the word of God. Amen. Someone, 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 someone. Oh, yes. What a blessing. Father, thank you for what an amazing blessing you give to us uh, for this service. Uh, for everyone who is sowing a special seed 
bless us. We are thankful in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Um, we are going to receive our Holy Communion. If you are at home, take out your Holy Communion. And there it is, right here. Father, thank you for the blessing of the Holy Communion. For everyone at home, in, hosp in the hospital, uh, couldn't go to church, uh, couldn't be anywhere, but it's part of this amazing flow service. We are praying that there will be healing and power administered to everyone. The body of Jesus Christ is yours this morning, afternoon, evening. Receive your blessing. Receive your healing. The body of Jesus Christ. Now, the cup. To have communion, you can use any drink if you can get wine. But if not, whatever you can get, it's a cup of blessing. May the blessing of the Holy Lord rest upon you as you partake of the blood. Your sins, your mistakes are forgiven. Your idle words are washed away by the blood and by the mercy of the Lord. Receive the cup of blessing in Jesus' name. Lift your hands for your blessing. May the blessing of the Lord rest upon you. In the name of Jesus. Um, may you, may the blessing of the Lord rest upon you. May the help of the Lord rest upon you. In the name of Jesus. Now for everyone that is a minister. Everyone that is a minister. May you be anointed with fresh oil. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. According to the scripture, whatsoever you do shall prosper. Your church shall prosper. Your hands shall prosper. Your ministry shall prosper. The Lord bless your face to be an attractive face. Whoever sees your face will not be angry, but will rather be attracted to come to church and keep coming and coming again. The Lord increase you. Anyone with anxiety and fear in Jesus name I see someone with pressure on your mind pressure in your soul receive healing from all forms of mental stress and pressure every symptom in your body which is a symptom of stress and pressure anxiety depression I rebuke that symptom and I command healing receive healing all your stresses, whether financial, marital, emotional, relationship stresses, receive healing from them and of them in the mighty name of Jesus. Your children, 
I pray concerning your children. Every child which is a source of concern, the Lord established that child in Jesus. The Lord rescued that child. The Lord caused your child and your children to be in the vineyard of the Lord and in the house of the Lord. I pray a blessing. Where, wherever your, your child is lost, your child is far. Ah, the Lord sent his angel to rescue your child and bring your child back home. What is precious to you that the Lord has given? The Lord protect it. And the Lord protect him and her and keep them safe for you. I pray and I bless you and your family. May the blood of the Lamb cover your wall, your fence wall and your gate. Let no evil come near you or come into you or come into your house in any form or fashion. The Lord lift up a shadow over your dwelling place and bless your house. There shall be no bad news or convoys of people coming or mourners coming to your house in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every black dress that appears in your house to Alambo is a man that as a sign of mourning we banish it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Let rather brightness life and the sound of rejoicing, the sound of the bridegroom and the sound of the bride and the joy of the Lord be your portion and your blessing. I bless all my sons whom the Lord has given me in the church in the ministry of Jesus Christ and my daughters that Shomahazam and also my children's children in Diza Omasambala be covered be healed of diseases, worrying conditions, autism, mental conditions, a frightening diagnosis, fearful words in Jesus' name. The Lord bless you. The Lord carry you through today, carry you through tomorrow and help you in your journey. Be free of anxiety. Be free of darkness. Shake it off now. The Lord has blessed you in Jesus' name. I pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's welcome our worship team. And then after that, Pastor Shemos is going to come and end the service. Amen. Let's have one song. And the Lord bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.